Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the Cafe, Wealthies. Grab that cup of something and sit back and prepare to be inspired and then prepare to take action. Because today's episode I'm calling is Time to Get Off the Fence. Yep. Three tips to simplify your decision making and get off that fence. All right. We're entrepreneurs. Come on. Let's face it. We've all been there and we'll all be back. We're human. And sitting on the fence a bit too long, pondering a decision just seems to come with the territory, doesn't it? Now, I'm not referring to the fence sitting that's really necessary when we're facing major life decisions. I'm referring to those less critical every day, should I go to this event or not, or even the do I hire this person or not type of a decision. The kind of a decision that we can get stuck agonizing over and over And yet, you know, years later, we might look back at it and laugh at the energy that we spent while we were being so ambivalent. So in my view, it all comes down to that final moment. We have to trust ourselves and just choose. Operative words, trust ourselves. I mean, we can review, we can analyze, we can get opinions from others all day long, but the end result is the same. We need to listen to our own inner wisdom and just decide. So today, what I want to do is give you you know, three of my favorite decision-making hacks or tips. I've used each of them myself. I pick from them when I've got things to decide and I take into account the nature of the decision I'm making and then decide which one of these I'm going to use. Now, depending upon the importance of and the type and immediacy of the decision that you're facing, either at the moment or soon, because I know you will be soon, some of these will be more useful and applicable to you than others at at different times. So just promise me you just won't get stuck trying to decide which tool to use. (laughs) So let me give you all three of them. The first one is a four-step process that I first introduced in my book called Seven Sacred Attitudes over 15 years ago. And the four steps are stop, breathe, notice, choose. And it's almost exactly what it sounds like. The first thing you're going to do when you catch yourself sitting on the fence and indecision is you're going to stop. And then, you know, you've stopped. Okay, I'm indecision. You just freeze. And then you're going to take the second step, which is take a deep breath in, in through the nose and out through the mouth. And then another one in through the nose and maybe even out through the nose And you're going to then activate step three, which is to pay attention to the breath itself. On that second breath, was the air going in through your nose cooler than the warm air coming out? Just notice the details of your breath. Notice the details of your shoulders while you're contemplating this decision. Are they hunched up? Notice the position of your body, either while you're sitting or standing in indecision? Is your brow wrinkled? Any tension in your muscles? Just basically notice the prison of the indecision that you've created in your own mind. I mean, are you telling yourself that the choice of whether to go to a movie or not, or watch a movie or not, or read a book or not, is really critical? 
are you stretching, you know, you're stretching yourself to make a decision that you don't really need to right now? Are you getting stressed out over whether you should attend a social event or not and be socially distant at this moment, if that's what's going on in your city? I just want you to notice and then do the fourth step. Take another deep breath and using your intuition, choose. That's it. Stop, breathe, notice, choose. That technique's useful when you've already analyzed the heck out of a situation or when the stakes are not too high to risk an unanalyzed choice. Or I'll assume maybe you've already overanalyzed the heck out of it. But stop, breathe, notice, choose helps me out so often. Even, you know, should I do a post on social media? Should I not? So that's tip number one to help you get off the fence in some cases. Tip number two is one of my favorites also, depending upon the time. And I call it ask your board of directors what they would do. Now, don't worry if you're not an entrepreneur with a huge business and you have an actual board of directors. That's not what I'm talking about. This technique involves some active imagination on your part and is, as those of you who work with me will testify, often better accessed while you're in the shower, actually, when you have a few minutes of solitude or wherever that is. Maybe it's, you know, while you're out sitting in the park. You're going to close your eyes and you're going to bring to mind an exquisite large, let's say oak, wooden of whatever sort wood you want, a large wooden table in a beautiful meeting room. And maybe it's a room with large windows overlooking a forest and a creek or the ocean or what have you, if you had a boardroom and it was in your ideal situation. Now picture your ideal board of directors sitting around the table, all of them present to help you in your decision-making process. Your board members can be anyone you choose, presently living or not, and real or animated. I mean, you can vary who you invite to sit on your board each time, or you can put the same board in place, depending upon the type of decision that you're making. I've been known to invite like Walt Disney if I'm facing a creative decision or Oprah if I've got a entrepreneurial step I feel like I want her advice in. I've brought in like JFK as a past president who I wanted to advise me on some ethical things maybe if I'm making a leadership decision. You decide who's on your board of directors and how many of them there are. You could put an animated character in there, you know? I mean, maybe maybe you've got to make a really tough decision and you want to bring in Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars, then do it. Just go ahead and put anybody around that imaginary table that your big heart desires. And then put the decision that you've got in question right before your board and hush. Now, if you're in the shower or you're sitting outside and you're by yourself, I even dare you to talk aloud while you're doing this and take on the voice 
of someone who's coming before their board of directors and saying, hey, guys, here's what I need help with. And then if you really want to stretch it, take on one of their voices and hear what they would have to say. Just make it up. Pretend you're Oprah and have her talk to you. Pretend you're Walt Disney and have him weigh in on the creative choice. Pretend you're Obi-Wan Kenobi and what would he say or whoever your people are. And when you've had enough input, thank them all. Send them on their way. Emerge from the session or the shower with a whole fresh perspective on the decision. Now, this is one of my favorite tools. It can be used in either the beginning or the final phases of making decisions that are as important as whether or not to hire a specific employee, which product to sell, or even as simple as what color do you want to paint your new office or repaint it. So the board of directors tool can be really helpful and it doesn't need to take a long time. And the final tip I'm going to share with you to help you get off the fence, because you obviously must have needed this um, episode today. You're on the fence somewhere or you wouldn't be listening. So tip number three is to act as if for an hour or an entire day. And here's what I mean. The tool itself requires some imagination, as the last one did. So if you're deciding between two options, like which pieces of office equipment you are deciding between or which two actions to take, whether to attend a, you know, an online seminar or stay home and work on your book. You know, you've got an either or this or that kind of a decision, depending upon how much time you've got available and depending upon how big the choice is, you can either set aside an hour for this, a week for this, or a day. But the thing that I want you to do is for that entire period, and let's just say right now, hypothetically, it's a day. For that entire period, you're going to act as if you've decided on option one. That's it for that entire day or that entire hour or week. But all you get is to decide on option one and act as if that's what you've decided. You're just going to really get into it. You're going to absolutely pretend that you've already decided on that. You're excited about the choice. You get on with the rest of that period as if you've already made the choice and, you know, go grab lunch, go do whatever, acting as if I've already made the decision, right? I put aside any consideration for the other option and you don't even think about it. You're just resting into the idea that oh, I made that decision. I've chosen number one. and. All that day or that hour, just speak as if you've made the decision for option one. Try it out by telling somebody else you've made the decision and feel what it feels like to make that decision, to feel the freedom of having made a decision, but also what does it feel like having made option one as your choice? Now, when that hour or day or week ends, then you're going to go ahead and you're going to set another time period of equal length aside, identical, as I said, in duration. And you guessed it, you're going to now act as if you've made the choice for option number two. 
Now, the same guidelines apply. I want you to talk, walk, act as if you've already opted for option two. When the entire experiment's over, you'll have a much better idea of which option is actually the right one for you. But during the time you've picked option two, just get into it. Tell somebody if you want to feel what it feels like. And I will bet that you're going to even know before you're finishing acting as if for either number one or number two or the whole thing, I'm going to bet that you already know what the decision is just from simply having done that. So that's what I wanted to tell you that are those three options. Now, let's talk about what's underneath indecision, shall we? Because you know me long enough here. If you listen to some of my episodes, I'm not about to talk about what's going on on the surface. What's going on beneath the surface is what's the indecision about? What's inner saboteurs are messing with your head and making you think that one decision is better than another, one choice is better than another, or that if you don't make this choice, that something's going to go wrong or that you have to and stress out about it. Like what's going on there? So when you work with me, you'll have an opportunity to really uncover what those saboteurs are that make you wrestle with indecision Learn how to put those guys to rest and activate instead your inner sage, your inner wisdom, your inner sage knows. And when you have access to your inner sage more often, more frequently, more easily, you're going to find that you're in indecision way less of the time. Pinky swear. So the next time that I'll be talking about my course, Activate Your Inner Sage in a masterclass of the same name is going to be sometime late this summer. Right now, we're in May of 2021. Uh, So just send me an email if you're interested, and I'll make sure I put that in the show notes and let me know if you want to come play either in the master class for free or in the course itself, which is an eight-week course. And we're going to put uh, indecision in the bucket of things that we have less frequently to deal with. For today, I want you to get off the fence, practice one of those or more than one of those different tips. All right, wealthies, until next week, be well, have a fabulous week. And always remember that success is in your nature. True wealth starts from the inside out. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you next week. All of the information from today's episode will be in the show notes along with my email of tapwitherica at gmail.com so that you can send me an email and let me know if you want to come play in the next masterclass. Thanks for being here. All right, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart, follow your passion, 
take that inspired action and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.